Good morning, everyone. Uh, it's great to be here again. Um, I've just got back from holiday, so if I'm sounding a bit too relaxed, then, um, well, that's holidays for you. Okay. Um, yeah, so I've just come back from holiday, um, and I was just saying to a couple of people, it's the first time that my wife and I, Louise, we've been on holiday on our own for 16 years, uh, for various reasons, uh, not least of them being children. Um, so we've just had a really good time. We went to, to Matlock. Anyone been to Matlock? Yes, yeah, it's nice. A lot, a lot of walking, a lot of fields. Um, and the reason I'm saying is that is that um, I'm going to, if you've got a Bible and you want to turn to Psalm 23, that's what uh, we're going to look at today. Um, and uh, I, I hadn't sort of tweaked. That I, I mean, I prepared this message because I only got back the other day. Uh, I prepared this message before I left. But I hadn't twigged that I would be spending all this time amongst fields and sheep. <laughs> um, and uh, so it's, 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 um, I'm, I'm going to revisit this message myself um, with all, all that behind me. But before I do that, I want to recommend, does anyone like reading books here? I mean, yeah, I, I really recommend this book. It was given to me by a dear friend. Um, it's called um, A Shepherd Looks at Psalm 23. I mean, in fact, there's three books. I've only read the first one out of three, um, all by the same author. The second one is a, a Shepherd Looks at the Good Shepherd and A Shepherd Looks at the Lamb of God is the third book. But I've, I've read the first one, highly recommend it, um, by a guy called Philip Keller. And he is a shepherd, or was a shepherd, um, from South Africa. And he really gets into the psalm and kind of gives you an insight on what sheep are really like for a start. And having walked around the fields, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, I see this. You know, We're in a car park. Uh, it was quite a hot day last week, and in, there's a beautiful green field like where Allison is, and a, and a fence like there, and the field is just the other side. All the sheep are in there grazing away, apart from one who'd wandered into onto the tarmac, you know, on a day like this. And you think, in the middle of the day, and you're thinking, why? <laughs> why would a sheep do that? Because sheep do that, and that's why they need a shepherd. Anyway, really recommend that book. Um, he'll probably. He doesn't explain that exactly, but he kind of, you'll get an idea. But. So there you go. Let me read um, the first few verses of Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. Now, I'm guessing that a lot of us are familiar with this psalm. It's quite well known. In fact, it is probably, if you're going to say name a psalm, you, uh, Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. That's probably the one that we, we would go to. Um, and so I'm just going to, I'm not actually going to do so much talking today, um, but I'm, I'm hoping that this will, will speak to us. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit about soul care. You know that last line I read, he restores my soul. Uh, so I'm going to talk about how we look after our soul and, and restoring our souls. Um, and, I, and I hope that in meeting with Jesus today, because that's what we're about, meeting with Jesus, the good shepherd, that um, our souls in some way will be restored in some way today. Because, um, I mean, you know, we might, may well be fit in body, you know, and we, or we may not be fit in body. You know, some of us have got aches and pains and all kinds of illnesses and stuff, and we know about those things, and we, and we can... Or, it, you know, sometimes we feel, where's John? Is John not here? Is there... 
Yeah, he, I just saw him starve it. He's getting his fitness back. You know, he's been away, and I just you know, some of us feel fit because we, we've done some exercise. And, and we can discern that. We can work out whether we're fit or whether we're not so fit in our body. That, that we kind of, we're pretty good at that nowadays, right, in, in our culture. We're also, um, you know, our minds might be alert and active. Um, I'm not quite sure, having come back from holiday, I'm alert and active. I'm, my mind is refreshed, but I don't know if it's alert and active yet. Um, or we may be, you know, just completely overwhelmed and full of anxiety and mental health issues and all that kind of thing. And I think as a society, we're getting better at talking about that. Yeah, um, probably a long way to go, but we're better at that. So we know about our physical health. We're learning about our mental health. But I wonder how we are uh, as a society and as a church at saying, well, how's your soul? You know, if I was to just to ask you that question, how's your soul today? Um, how is the core of your life? your inner being, how, how is that doing? Um, and you may not even know how to answer that, you know. In which case, it's probably actually there, therein lies the answer. <laughs> probably maybe not so well if you don't even know how it's doing. Um, uh, but let's look at that today. So this psalm, Psalm 23, it tells us that the Lord is our shepherd and he restores our soul. So... As you read this psalm, um, you get the idea that the shepherd, he's a good guy. You know, he's a good shepherd. He knows what he's doing. He cares for his flock. And again, if you read this book, you get a real picture of this, this understanding of the, the care and the, the love that a good shepherd has for his sheep. Um, and I really want to pray today that um, as we go through this, that you will encounter that good shepherd and your soul will be restored. So we read Psalm 23, and, and, and sometimes we read it all too quickly. Yeah, the Lord is my shepherd, blah, 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 And the rest of it just kind of... And I'm sure there's something about still waters and green pastures and enemies and... And, and it goes by too quickly sometimes when we read it. Um, it's, it's a comfort to us, isn't it? And no doubt if you go to a funeral, sometimes, or quite often it's read, or, or, or there will be just sort of times uh, when, yeah, I've heard that. And, and it, it brings comfort to us because it's familiar, but it also it can just become over-familiar. So I want us to try and just renew that today, our, renew our, our appreciation of it. Um, because it is a beautiful picture of our relationship with God. The question is, though, is it just a metaphor? And having spent some time with sheep and, and fields this last week... Oh, and also, by the way, my relationship with sheep goes back a little bit further because my daughter is just... She loves animals. If you know Ella, she just loves animals more than people. I'll be really honest with you. She would much rather there be a room full of dogs here now than a room full of people if she were here. Um, it's true, isn't it, Stuart? She loves a dog. So, um, uh, so, but she's spent for about a year and a half of her schooling, she's been homeschooled. We uh, managed to get her in a placement on a farm once a week. So she spent a lot of time on this farm. And I would go with her sometimes. And we would be herding sheep. And we would be... I had to carry a lamb up a hill once because it was, again, it was just went all wayward. And it's like she wasn't strong enough to pick it up. So I had to, I'm, I don't do animals. I much prefer people, by the way. You know, I'm very glad that you are not dogs or sheep, uh, that you are people. But I had to carry this thing up the hill. And um, so I, I read this psalm and I think, is it just a metaphor? Is it just um, a figure of speech, a, a sort of a thing that helps us? understand something by explaining something by using this kind of pictorial language is it just symbolic is it one thing just one thing representing another or is there something about this that is a living reality for us the lord is my shepherd 
The Lord is my shepherd. And if that is the case, that it's more than just an image, how do we live in that reality? How do we encounter the good shepherd who restores our soul? Because that sounds like a good thing, right? Yeah, to, to encounter the good shepherd who would restore our soul. Um, so what I'm going to try is something I've been getting into recently. And we're going to, if you want, if, you, if you're okay with this, we're going to try this as a, almost an experiment. I hope you're okay with that. Um, I, I, and I'm, I'm doing this with you, and I've, I've, I've put it into practice myself. But let's, in fact, can I just pray, and then, and then we'll... Uh, Heavenly Father, I just pray, open our hearts, open our souls to receive you today. Come Holy Spirit and and minister to us because we desire to meet the Good Shepherd this morning. We desire to know our souls restored. We welcome you in our hearts. We welcome you in the very core of our being. Thank you, Lord. Okay. So I'm going to try, we're going to try this thing. I, I came, first came across this by there's a guy called Brad Jersak, who I, I like listening to and I like reading. He's, a, he's an orthodox theologian, or orthodox Christian, so like Greek orthodox, that kind of thing. Um, so probably not the kind of guy you've stumbled across, you know, when you're, but I, I, I like these things. Um, so I want to say, if you've got the, the, the words of the scriptures there in front of you, uh, maybe just have them there, or, or you might just want to close your eyes because I'm going to read them out. Um, And I want you to imagine yourself in the place of the green pastures, okay? I want you to to imagine yourself, go in in your imagination. So you're going to have to use your imaginations now. I hope we all have an imagination. Sometimes nowadays, because everything comes on a screen and we we don't, we wait for it to be told, we tell tell what's going on. We've lost our imagination, but I hope we haven't lost that. Let's use our imagination but don't just watch yourself there in the green pasture as if like you're watching it on TV because, again, we've got used to doing that. But actually try and place yourself in the green pasture yourself, all right? And I want you to engage the senses of your imagination. So I want you to ask yourself, you might want to close your eyes as you do this, um, what can you see? What can you see in these green pastures? What are the colours and the, uh, and the sort of size of the, of the place you're in? What's, what's the space like? What can you hear? What can you smell? Maybe even what can you taste? And what can you feel? So just take a moment, just get yourself into that place where you can imagine yourself in that green pasture with the still water beside you. Now ask yourself, what are you up to in this place? Are you, are you walking around? Are you exploring? Are you investigating? Are you sniffing around? Are you doing? (laughs) Or are you just being there? And actually ask yourself the question, what would bring you to that point of just simply wanting to lie down? Because he says he makes us lie down. What would make you want to just be content and just be there? So I hope you've in some way managed to get there, that place. You're at peace. You're not busy. You're beside the still waters. Now, still in your imagination, I want you to imagine the shepherd now comes into wherever you are. And you are his sheep or one of his sheep. You might even realize you're amongst the flock. But you're one of his sheep. 
and he's there with you. He's the good shepherd. He's the one who restores your soul, and he turns to you. So you look at him. Now, I want you to imagine what is the look on his face when he sees you, one of his sheep, lying down in the green pastures. Try and get an idea of what the expression is on his face and just hold on to that. Now, the final thing we're going to do is going to, just going to ask you, is he saying anything to you? And if so, what is he saying? And what's the tone of his voice? So let's just dwell in that moment. You're in the green pastures. You're by the still water. All your wants are met. The shepherd is with you. He's restoring your soul. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. Okay. <clears throat> so, you can come back to Adelston now. Back into Adelston Baptist Church, surrounded by blue carpet and tables and chairs. Um, or maybe you actually just want to stay where you are in, in, in the green fields, I don't know. Um, so I'm going to ask you, how was that? Did you, did anyone... Now, some of us will find that hard. So I, I'm a head kind of person, meaning that I engage with everything in my head first. I don't so much engage with it in my heart or my body because I just like thinking about stuff. Now, a lot of us are thinkers, um, and so some of us will find that difficult what we've just done. Some of us are kind of like, yeah, bring it on. Finally, somebody's talking not just to my head, but they're talking to something inside me. And maybe you love that kind of thing. But does anyone feel like they met with, with a good shepherd just in doing that? Yeah? Okay. Good. Yeah? Okay. Well, maybe that's something just to... The good thing about this, by the way, is you don't have to just do this now. You can go home and just get back into the field <laughs> and just dwell there and be there. Because I think too often we think prayer is something where we just have to... Dear Lord, I need this, I need this, I need this, I need this. And by the way, the kids are driving me nuts and work's really difficult. You know, and that's our prayer life. You, know, you, you think it isn't, but in reality it is. But actually we can do this. You know, and we can just take time. How long did that take? Five minutes? You met with Jesus in five minutes? Oh, wow, it was that easy? So um, there's two things there. I wonder whether our good, we know our good shepherd is brave and kind, right? But we are to be in his likeness. So he's looking at you and he's saying, this is you. Anybody, you don't have to, not everyone. We'll be here all day if we do everyone share. But I also want for, uh, you, you know, some of you may just thought, I don't, I, I, I don't know, I was still sitting on my green chair in the Baptist church and nothing happened to me. But I think it's good that we just hear others because this is, we, we all experience this when we share this kind of thing. And, and particularly then, let's go to Norma after, you know, find out more what it's like to be lying on those fields because some of us haven't even experienced that. Some of us are like the sheep still stuck on the tarmac and the hot thinking, how did I get here? Oh, never mind. You know, and we don't know how to do it. You know, we need the shepherd to come and rescue us. So maybe that ha happens by just talking to others. Just, just like that. Not like, where have you been? You know, like there's different ways of tone. And tone of voice is so important. I think that applies to how you read the scriptures as well in general. You know, when you read Jesus, what is the tone of his voice? Try and discern that. Because if, if I say to Julie, where have you been? You know, that's like, ah. That's like, oh, Julie, where have you been? You know, I've missed, I've missed you. 
you know? And that's what I sensed. You know, there was a little bit of a kind of, come on. But at the same time, it was, I've missed you. Um, so I was challenged by that uh, because I know that I've been elsewhere just in my mind. My mind has been very busy, and I'm glad I've had this holiday. But, yeah. And then, and then it's, I tried it. Actually, I had a gig yesterday, and I was, um, I was playing in a field near Salisbury. So I was, again, surrounded by sheep that I didn't realize I would be again. Um, and so I was just driving home. Uh, it's still qu quite light. And I thought, oh, let me just try this in the car. <laughs> and I just felt the presence of this massive shepherd. I mean, like normal, mo most times we think he's our size, right? But this shepherd was like, oh, my goodness, you know, <laughs> he's here. It's like, okay, concentrate, otherwise you're going to drive off the road here. But he, he was there, protect, you know, in a protecting set. Again, but it wasn't like an intimidating thing. But God is with us in a very powerful presence, which is awe-inspiring. If you read any kind of Chronicles or Narnia type thing, you know, Aslan is always that powerful presence, but yet he's with us and there to protect us. Right. There you go. I haven't really, I haven't really said much, I don't think, today, um, I'm, but I'm glad that Jesus has spoken to us. And I just encourage you, you know, to throw this into your devotional times, you know, when, you, when you're praying. It literally took us five minutes. I think if we can just find five minutes just to, just to stop, and it may be this scripture, or you can maybe find another scripture, or you can dwell on some of the things where Jesus talks about being the good shepherd in John, or, or in fact, more I've read the Psalms, I think, oh, they're talking about shepherd again, and again, and again, and again. Ezekiel 34, that talks about the bad shepherds and the good shepherds. There's lots of, yeah, just, just try and get into that place and be, be with the Lord in those places. Hmm. Okay, let's pray and then we'll um, wrap up. Heavenly Father, I want to pray that I believe a door is open to us today. It's probably been, it's been open there um, for quite some time. But maybe we haven't realized it. Maybe you are saying to all of us, where have you been? <laughs> I've missed you. Um, and so I pray, help us develop this time with you just being able to, to dwell with you and hear your voice and, and grow in, in being with you. And we're just so grateful that as we do that, you restore our soul. You restore our soul. And I pray for everyone here this morning, regardless of what they've experienced, that you would come and restore our souls today. We are so broken. We are so uh, in need of you. Deep down, we pray, come and minister to us in the deepest places within us. And I pray, let us not be fearful to try and, and approach you again and again, but let us grow in our realisation that you are the good shepherd and your love endures forever and your mercies are new each day. Your grace extends to all of us. As far as the east is from the west, you've removed our sins from us. We thank you. God, that you are, you are good and you're good to us. So bless us in the name of Jesus now. Amen.